Hey guys and welcome back to yet another episode of Pandithri on a Pint. We are four blokes having an above average football conversation. Joining me on the podcast today is Vaishnav, Akshat and Poh. And uh, we aim to hit that note of being above average today by talking a little more on the technical side of what's happening with Chelsea. Uh, we dropped a hint last episode uh, a bit of a teaser that this is what our topic is going to be for and 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 for a change that episode came out before this one <laughs> so it's nice all oh, right so our listeners actually the, know the what production's been on time dude production's been crazy from workshop but yeah we're going to talk about chelsea um the state that they're in right now how they managed to get here what it means the ramifications what they can do what they cannot do um potential buyers for the club and basically what the future of chelsea looks like right now it's very bleak um before we start off this podcast uh, uh on chelsea we all know how this got here it's because of the war in uh, uh ukraine and russia with russia invading ukraine and um i just want to say that from all of us our heart goes out to all of the ukrainians and their families uh and we hope and pray that we live in a world in the future where this is not a common occurrence um but let's start talking firstly about the main protagonist of chelsea right eccentric billionaire roman abramovich he came in bought chelsea changed a lot of things on the way a uh, english football club is run um we saw a very different uh, uh way of of building a squad uh, splurging the money when chelsea were concerned called a russian crook by a lot of the fans outside of stamford bridge he's gotten a lot of stick over the years and now he sees himself in a position where there are sanctions that are imposed on him and the amount of business that he can do there was also uh, i i don't think he's been allowed at stamford bridge for a few years now right because of the political tensions yeah i think 3 years between the yeah. uk and and russia but his daughter studies in the uk i think she has a apartment in one of the most like all these mps <laughs> vaishnav it's, it's it's a little bit too much information <laughs> yeah. vaishnav it's i i don't know how or why you know this <laughs> what do you mean because it's super common i'm sure there's a twitter account that tracks every single oligarch's kid cuz that's the whole thing right now right they are in russia um chilling uh with the money right now because everyone is outside chilling in the capitalist new world until they had uh, a little too much fun and decided to um flex their non military might cuz pretty funny honestly but let's not talk about geopolitics yeah but yeah that's 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 a but this is known though like there are twitter accounts i i i, I don't buy this it was known to me that track the private jets that track the sales of their apartments i was just going to cut vaishnav off before he started giving out like the apartment number and uh, street of where yeah abraham <laughs> which is daughter stays No why not to be uh, Downing Street <laughs> that's the only street i know <laughs> Yeah but um uh, i think Abramovich bought the club bought in 2002 right to 2002 2003 Yeah and and since then Chelsea have become a force to be reckoned with in the Premier League and in Europe um they've grown exponentially We wouldn't have the Super League conversation of with Chelsea being involved without Abramovich uh so that's they they yeah they they basically they they've gone from uh, one of the clubs in london to one of the top clubs in london probably the biggest <clears throat> what do you think 
Okay, why do you have to put me in a spot every single time you bring me on, man? Like every single time. But truthfully speaking, <laughs> truthfully speaking, it is a joke. It is like, a joke. Okay, so do you want me to answer this question or not? Fuck, <laughs> he's gonna say yes. He, he, dude, he, he. It, just the difficulty in in uttering the words right now. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing. Ever since Aplamo is game. Pope, remember that you are on a football podcast right now. People think we are experts, okay? So, a factor that into your answer. How many trophies have they won since uh, like Roman came? I think about nineteen or twenty, no, nineteen or twenty. I think. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. So. Fuck, man. It has been an incredible run, and like any team would be envious to have that kind of run. In a macro or micro lens, I think he's the most successful owner, right? In modern day Premier League history. Yeah, since what? Is two thousand two, two thousand three? He took over, and it's been what, like eighteen, nineteen years, and then he's won like at least a trophy a year. Like if you like span it across, span it. Yeah, across. aggregated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So definitely, in in the twenty first century, they have been the best club in London. I just want our listeners to pray for Po. He's been through a lot in the last couple. Of years. With Abramovich though also came uh, Maria Granitskova who's probably one of the most astute um directors of football that we have seen um in 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 recent times right the way she goes about doing her business and a lot of Chelsea's success has to be credited to what she has done behind the scenes um she's not a very public figure but uh, we all know the impact that she's had on the club and uh, I think with this sanctions she's going to be leaving too right Vaishnav I think everyone of the entire ownership structure and the executive structure so Bruce Buck her uh it's even right now sort of up in the air as to what uh, Peter Cech's future might be because even though he didn't have a massive uh, <coughs> role that reported anywhere close to Abramovich I don't know Cech's <laughs> personal political beliefs so I don't know how he leans on the spectrum but the reason Granovskaya is being like even it's not like she would be asked to leave but she's not going to stay because of how closely she's tied to roman and how hard it's going to just be for her to live her i i'm not sure what nationality she is she's that much of a enigma but uh, an enigma but it's like right now that's up in the air and i, I don't know if that, she and bruce are going to be instrumental until the 31st of may or the 31st of june or july based on how that license gets renewed but i don't see them staying no i don't think she's she's russian canadian so russian canadian yeah so she's probably not going to stay i know she speaks like eight or nine languages like fluently fluently nice akshat um Akshay, do you want to give our listeners a little bit of uh, where Chelsea stand right now and uh, the kind of sanctions that are in place? Okay, I'm going to start by saying this. Roman Abramovich is one of the best football owners which a club can dream of. This is true. This is a fact. He has invested Why in saying it like he's died. Like, <laughs> he's I, I have to, dude. I have to, because because there's something which I want to address, which has really, really pissed me off. Um, he is, yeah, he he is that. Okay, he has an incredible owner. He has brought Chelsea to the world stage. He has invested incredible amounts of personal money, uh, into the club, and he has brought success. But okay. Chelsea have been successful yes because of him 
Now the thing is that celebrate your trophies, celebrate the fact that you're champions of Europe multiple times, celebrate the fact that you've won the Premier League multiple times, celebrate the players who you have bought with that man's money, celebrate the club, celebrate everything. Why the fuck? Why the fuck are you celebrating Roman Abramovich? Why are you chanting his name? in a stadium 5000 fans when when this is the week when a fucking russian invasion has happened when he this man is personally profiting from the war is a supporter of armir putin and is is supplying the russian army why the fuck are you chanting his name if we as fans choose to celebrate this deplorable individual at this particular time then we have lost that is what sports washing is and that is what he has done we choose to protect to protect this fucking asshole we choose to protect him and act like he's done something great for you personally in your life i mean more than protection i feel like this veneer of false um of being this false messiah of being the guy who's come in and you know help this community project get off the ground yeah but exactly like akshat said i mean his gain was not chelsea's trophies his gain was the 50000 people chanting his name exactly. in the stands that's why he did war. it that's why he did it he did it for that and an ego boost like okay yeah look yep. my club chelsea has won trophies. and also because like i said at the start of the episode is it's for me this is my favorite dichotomy of the communist ussr system which i love and i i love how we're basically in 1980s cold war at this point but i, I just love this why he wanted to get chelsea was to get a fucking a genuine nice big luxury asset outside russia cuz anything inside russia let's be honest is valued basically negatively at this point and even previously like it's i don't even want to go into that but yeah for me this has now come to bite him in the ass and i love it cuz it's way more heartache than it is beneficiary at this point but as akshat said that's all traded off for these couple of hundred or million fans who are in london which is essentially the epicenter of one of the allies against the russian effort and yeah. they're chanting his name which is to me that's crazy it's yeah. crazy that's it's great that akshat could point that out i didn't even know this was happening which game was this what do you mean da so many, the first game norwich game only it happened every game a norwich away i think literally the first game after the war uh, and uh, uh, no the first game after he got sanctioned and uh, and when it became clear that he's going to have to sell the club that's what happened For me, it's one of the most disgusting acts in football I have seen. Probably, and I just want to say this right now. I know we've had uh, Buran on, and he's a sweet, nice, normal human being, and he happens to be a Chelsea fan. But uh, at least from what I've seen, Chelsea fans, I just want you guys to know on TV and on social media, I know there are a lot of shitty United fans. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I'm friends with two of them, but I'm bummed. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, there are a lot of shitty Chelsea fans. <laughs> Fuck you, Guna. But my point is hey, right now. You hey, guys, what is that side shot for you? I feel. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't okay, even open my mouth. Finish this. <laughs> let me finish this now. I'm just saying that uh, I feel the same. I feel Chelsea fans should feel the same way as I feel when I see United fans defending Greenwood even right now. It's like it's it's worse than that. If anything could be worse oh, than that, it's worse than it that. It is way worse. So for me, it's. It's, it's. I don't know if it's way worse, Akshat. Honestly, dude. I, I know. I'm. I'm sorry, but but it, for me, the the very fact. that you can ignore all that and say that oh but for us he's been amazing dude this is not about you 
this is not about no no it is it is bro that one guy named albert sitting in his mom's basement his 90 minutes on saturday that's why the world revolves the, the only reason that we live is for him to watch 90 minutes and jerk it after that on a saturday afternoon but okay let's move on it's good that we talked about sports washing and now maybe we can talk about the effect here yeah so uh, i just i just want to give a very brief um, brief talk on where chelsea stand right now and uh, i'll let akshat po and vaishnav take it take it forward with uh, the specific details from this is from what i have understood very plain and simple chelsea are uh, sanctioned to do any sort of commercial business um that means that their sponsorship deals are revoked all of their commercial deals are revoked um they cannot make money on uh, away games uh, but yeah i don't get this why can they make money on home games but not on away games Uh, they can't make money on home games the only tickets they can sell right now and fill home oh, games right it's only the it's only the season ticket holders that the yeah okay. and it's an, a lesson in economies of scale right now because it's funny it's more expensive for them to it's it's like during the covid limited uh, seating thing it's more expensive for them to function to the limited capacity with just the season ticket holders in the stands than to play behind closed doors the operations exceed the amount of footfall revenue that they would get so they're trying to adjust that shortfall in fiscal whatever the amount that they they'll have of a budget deficit they're trying to offset that by like adjusting prices in the food stand yeah. and stuff like that which is yeah. crazy because technically they can't even do that which is it's super murky man but yeah let's let's get to those details later but you're right it's it's yeah. funny yeah uh, there's also um, uh, the talk about uh, negotiations they can't they can't negotiate with players for contract extensions uh they they had already uh, had the draw, uh, fixture drawn for the champions league game against lille so that wasn't a problem to execute but as vaishnav said before the pod started now is when they have to think about how they're going to get to madrid um because essentially they're not even allowed to spend any money on uh, the the travel for the players outside of europe they have a cap yeah they have they have a they cap they have like a 20000 they uh, that's it that they have basically a war chest that they could use um and then after that basically the reserves are out so there's no money that is left yeah and uh, why should where do they stand right now uh, Let's yeah so maybe we can break it down and guys please interrupt me and say something and insult me because I'm just going to keep talking because this is genuinely complicated shit and it's not my area of expertise in as much as uh Boris I don't know the dates guys uh, I cannot get dates right because right now life is a blur but uh, I think it is the second week of Feb when this whole thing kicked off right or 24th of Feb something like that I feel like it was in February it was it was i think sometime near russia's uh, military day or like one of those national holidays oh shit really yeah yeah so anyway man they got sanctioned right after that happened because essentially everyone sanctioning all countries are sanctioning uh, all these russian oligarchs as assets and as you guys know chelsea happens to be roman's asset which is held through this company called fordstrom or ford strom like the r and d i keep getting this is essentially a holding company that uh, roman has absolute control over and yeah so since it's been sanctioned uh, it's funny cuz all all the yachts and the private jets that have been sanctioned and all the actual corporeal physical property assets that have been sanctioned by governments are essentially being auctioned off and done what you know cops do with impounded cars and stuff you know just take it and dispose of it and do whatever you essentially want with it right but you can't do that with chelsea because that's not fair so i mean it, it essentially isn't fair to, it's not fair to the community and it's it's a huge project and as we have spoken many times on this podcast sports is a whole different philosophy in the 
in the EU, although UK isn't part of it, but you see what I'm saying. Uh, Vaishnav, Vaishnav, like uh, a question here. So like, like explain like I'm five. Uh, as of today, uh, all these talks of selling the club are going on, right? If the club is sold as of today, who who makes money? Yes, that's 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 the question, bro. That's a great question, and okay. that's the question. Uh, and as uh, most five-year-olds usually have the hard-hitting questions, if I can be honest. <laughs> but that's a fucking great question. But let's get to that, man. Let's get to that because right now nobody fucking knows, dude. Okay. Honestly, nobody knows. So um, yeah, so let me. So yeah, they can't deal with Chelsea the way that they could have dealt with like a fucking apartment building or like a yacht, right? It's not physical property. So what they've had to do is they had two decisions. The one decision was just to fucking, like I said when I started this rant, liquidate and be done with it. The second is to take the more, uh, you know, soft-handed, delicate nuanced. approach, which is way nuanced. Thank you, Amar. See this man with the fucking vocabulary. What the fuck is soft-handed, bro? What the fuck <laughs> am I even speaking, bro? Just check me off. Whatever. Perfect. Thank you. The nuanced approach of actually having. A way to sort of set up a process of sale, right? Because they don't want Abramovich tied to Chelsea anymore. Which maybe we should talk about what that means later in the future. But what that has meant is, as of right now, this will be the last thing I say, please. Is the cultural secretary of the British Parliament has given Chelsea a special commercial license to operate with whatever cash reserves they have in their bank as of now, which is what Amar was talking about. Whatever, uh, what did you use? The war chest. I like that word. Uh, whatever war chest they have as reserves so far is what they can burn through. Uh, they have a certain amount of wage and they have obligations to meet, which we can talk about later. But this is what we. As of right now, as we stand right now, and this is the discussion we were having before we started the podcast, was the license, as I understand it, as on the third of April, is that it's a limited license for comp- for commercial just functioning, and they have to. So this ties into what Amar had spoken about earlier, which is their travel in Europe because that's more expensive, and the current license doesn't cover their entire what would usually be the travel expenses which is like fucking first class football team which again i have the logistics off and we can go through it's pretty insane and from there we start thinking of the sale so we're pretty far off from a sale right now but i mean any chelsea fan listening to this should rest easy because the reason we're here right now is because there is an there is an inevitable sale coming it has to come the question is how that comes what happens after it what happens before it what happens running up to it so which are very 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 complicated questions but that is where we are right now and and just to like figure out what you're saying the um the operating license which chelsea are under right now is yeah, not that something... is the word I was looking for. That is the perfect term. It's an operating yeah. license. Yeah, exactly. So, so that isn't something which is set in stone per se. That is something which is being worked on, negotiated, and different. Uh, so aspects I don't know how being... exactly how these corporate licenses work in the UK, but I'd imagine it because it's the common law system. It is the common law system. It's similar to everywhere that I've worked and things that I know. So, I'm. It's it's essentially a. Uh, no, it's uh, your question was, can it be flexible and move, right? That, that was essentially your question. Yeah, like, yeah. can I include something in it tomorrow that wasn't in a day after? Yeah. I mean, you can, but you would have to be an addendum to that and you'd have to add. Correct. It. So there's a process to do that, but you can. Yes. So, so that actually, they, they've actually exercised that process, right? Because 
Um, yeah, they Chelsea. are constantly, constantly. Even after they get, even after they get the. So the first thing I, I, which I'm assuming by now because you guys have told me the draws are out, so I'm sure they have it already. But the Real Madrid game, which is their next big deal, which is to travel to Madrid, I'm sure they've already got a commercial operating license to be able to cover those expenses. And uh, and also uh, the the fact that earlier they couldn't even sell any home tickets anymore, that has also been a um, change. Oh, really? And, they yeah, can sell home tickets. They can sell home tickets, but but something a little bit later from now, like like. Not not like the next fixture uh, what the reason one thing i had heard was so we can talk about what the license so maybe we this is a good segue into the terms of the license maybe we can talk about what the license says so the the current license is obviously super super um i guess dramatic is the right word because it's essentially it is it's shooting them in the foot massively but the first thing that i think is um, of note is like we have spoken about the fact that they can only use their cash reserves now so any incoming receivables uh, which is tranches of transfer transfer money due i think they are due some uh, money on a couple players dude i think even hazard's money is still coming in so like all that money cannot be touched right now um they've had issues with sponsorships uh, we'll talk about what 3 and nike have done because that is also a pretty tricky what situation what have 3 and nike in. done uh, so essentially what's spo- okay then we just segue to sponsorships only one title sponsor has stopped Uh, has formally terminated relations with Chelsea. That's three. It's a charity fund. No, no, no. It's not three. Three have suspended. They have not stopped. Uh, the fund is called. It's this charity thing. It's it's a uh, plan international. Uh, they're the only ones who have pulled out, and that was also supposed to pull out in May. That term, term was supposed to get over in May of the current agreement, which is like five years old, and they weren't going to renew anyway. So they essentially just advanced it by one month and said we're going to leave. But everybody else, three and Nike, who are the two big sponsors, have used their morals clause and have essentially severed ties as of now. But once the sale goes through, I'm like nine hundred ninety nine percent sure they're going to. It's the the commercial. relationship will renew. re-establish from that point which is what not renew re-establish so they'll continue the right. license from there because it won't be a new uh, sorry they continue the agreement from then i said license so many times dude <laughs> they they'll continue it from there so sort of suspended because 3 and nike don't want to have to deal with the fallout from all this shit right but then again that's where the question comes is right now roman is backed into a corner because everyone's backing russian oligarchs into a corner and he can fight this legally like He definitely can if he wants to. He might not win, should not win, will not win, but he can. But if he fights this legally, things like three Nike, all these things we've talked about will be so much more in the air because it's going to get just protracted for way longer. But yeah, as of right now, the sponsors have only suspended their relationship with the football club based on the morals clause that they have, which is uh, that that was like okay, so. So let me understand this. Um, now we know that Chelsea have a war chest for their operational um, expenses to cover all of that. Um, there's quite a bit of the season to go, including the Champions League fixtures and uh, maybe I think around nine Premier League fixtures. What happens when this war chest has run out before that's, the end of the season? That's a million dollar question. Because as of right now, it's it's funny. Also, we should note this, guys. <laughs> Chelsea's success has bit them in the ass right now because as of right now they're in their most inflated wage bill because of the win bonuses from last year and last to last year because of the Champions League and the FIFA Club World Cup and I love how happy this made Po but you guys can dish now. <laughs> no, but uh, to answer Amar's question, I think the plan I I don't know where it is, but the plan is to take debt on the club 
to uh, wow. to kind of make sure it reaches the end of the season yeah and obviously the new owners incoming will have to buy the debt yeah buy the debt to buy the club with the club basically it, that's an that's an understood thing that that part of the um, bid per se to buy chelsea will include the uh, debt which they are going to have to incur for the operating mm. costs for the rest yeah, of the season yeah it's essentially part of the value at that it's, point exactly no? exactly okay. Yeah. Okay. just yeah but then looking at all this you no know, like there are so many factors that have been like piling up to prospective buyers to not come close to chelsea like it these are like there are so many red flags around it like of course like but there are red flags that can i mean it's fires that can be put out easily see in in, yeah. in 2019 i think mm. uh, one of the four bidders who's in the front runners right now will get to that had wanted to buy chelsea and the bid that he submitted was 2.2 billion which was rejected but in in the circumstances right now a 2.2 billion bid is probably going to be accepted you know so this is what happens yeah i don't even think it even goes for 2.2 billion I think it it it's it the actually buyers market like we had Chelsea. dude we had this conversation last podcast yeah. like especially after doing the research this time um bids are put in it, it it's not an auction per se like an uh, IPL auction where the price just keeps increasing right uh, a a consortium comes in and says this is how much money we are willing to pay and then obviously the body which is going to conduct Uh, the selling process or the auction the in quotes auction will decide whether to accept that bid or not and a lot of the bids so one of the the uh, consortiums which has been rejected uh, which is the saudi media conglomerate as as but but this this saudi media conglomerate actually put put in a bid of 3.6 billion dollars which was rejected obviously because the political implications but that is the money they were willing to put in so um ob- right now um and this is after all these sanctions and all have happened i think the rickets wa- i think the rickets have put in a bid for 4.6 billion if i'm not wrong the rickets are one this is that family that you guys were saying were, uh, they have a little psych pass yeah. no now let me just uh, 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 a point akshat you'd mentioned about uh, the ipl teams uh, as an auction bid but that's not how it works it's a chit bid which is pretty similar to uh, what the chelsea uh, uh, it's called the rena group who are basically an american bank based in new york who are going to who are b- doing the due diligence for the bidders and uh, basically providing the best option for chelsea to sell their club to and it's a chit bid system where uh, i don't think each owner knows how much they are writing on the chit as the bid I like how it's literally like a small piece of paper that they're all using. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's how even the IPL happened and one of the teams I think the new teams nice. Lucknow Super Giants got fucked over because they bid like way way <laughs> more than what everyone else did. Bro, like <laughs> I'm talking like 2 2 300 crores more than the magnitude. Yeah. They they bid for like Fuck. <laughs> They bid for 800 crores and they won a bid and then the next team that got sold 500 crores so yeah oh, okay that's not that bad okay but that's bad still. it's still bad both those guys <laughs> yeah, got fucked good. over like pretty bad so <laughs> that's that's how I, i'm sure i'm sure the rickets family and everyone else are not not that stupid <laughs> and it's going to be around the same of say 3 to 4 oh, billion fuck. but yeah that's that's how the bidding system is going to work and now it's it's basically a good segue into what the future might hold for chelsea right as i mentioned um the rena group is taking care of the bidding process uh, from where we stand today um this is 
जस्ट द करंट सिचुएशन एंड वी आर अज्यूमिंग दैट चेल्सी गेट दैट लाइसेंस टू सेल द क्लब विच इज अगेन बिग इफ एज वैष्णव सेड देर आर फोर फ्रंट रनिंग बिडर्स फॉर चेल्सी ईच ऑफ दैम विच विच हैव बिन डिसाइडेड बाय द रेन ग्रुप total around 115 valid bids um which they have shuttled down to four preferential bidders is i think that's yeah, the correct. technical term right. they are using right now wait uh, just uh, out of curiosity did conor mcgregor feature in those 115 valid no. bids okay not yeah, even yeah. that in he 115 okay no in the 115 he did yeah yeah okay he did submit a bid with i think a few other business partners who are considerably richer than him uh, he was just the face of the bid but uh, yeah that uh, that's most of corners business partners though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> being considerably richer than yeah. you <laughs> yeah but uh, the the uh, i think i think the main the main uh, bidder that we are going to talk about here are the rickets family right because uh, there was an act of protest and there has been act of protest from the chelsea fans on not having um, rickets as as the owners and now it's it's so hypocritical when i got to know that they are chanting abramovich's name and it's not this is this is shit that you cannot write you can't write yeah. this shit so uh, the rickets family basically uh, the owners of uh, the chicago cubs which is a very well run baseball uh, franchise in the mlb and but they're also like uh, they're like the everton they're like the if you're a cubs fan you, you don't know your team win like that's the joke no but but they 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 won uh 2016 no 2016 yeah but that was like after some 60 something years no some 40 something years that was like yeah but they they bought early yeah, they 2000s bought it in like the 2000 oh late, late 2000s late i think it was in 2010 maybe So, I thought they were a very old team, dude. No, they are, but the ownership. Oh, because yeah. my pop culture knowledge of the Cubs is that they're like the Mets, you know, they're yeah. like the 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 team that you support and you're sad for supporting. I actually met the owner of the Ricketts family, like the the guy who runs the business, like <laughs> short dude. Uh, eats quite Wait, a lot. Wait, the dad? Not not the dad. Oh, the Griffith okay. Gr- the Griffin dad. Griffin Rickett. cricket cricket <laughs> okay okay anyway so uh, they are valued as a family uh, they are valued at uh, 28.4 billion dollars uh, very 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 fucking wealthy um, and you know they they sort of built this community with the cubs they did a lot for uh, they revamped the stadium they made this entertainment center that is next to the stadium uh, basically americanized the american yeah <laughs> basically american american capitalism so yeah and uh, that's what they want to do with chelsea as well uh, if this bid had come uh, just as is without the deep dark history of uh, the rickets i think chelsea fans would be pretty happy but what is the dark like what is the controversy though like the cubs owners but the, the controversy is that uh, the 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 father of, of papa ricket basically in in is <laughs> <laughs> a small papa ricket papa ricket in 2012 had like these uh, emails that were sent back and forth and uh, i uh, mean racist or bigoted both and uh, it, this is 
this is why whatsapp has like saved a lot of people's asses because these are the kind of conversation you'd have on whatsapp groups and not emails where he's basically uh, he said uh, he had major islamophobia he said uh, islam is a cult and not a religion and it's a cult should not yeah. be allowed we can't let them be part of our greater society yeah so there were a lot of there were a lot of racist emails islamophobia was one of them um there was also there was also something on on uh, like black people right yeah i mean it t- typically xenophobia typically is universal <laughs> they only usually like themselves <laughs> with joe reket it's like bigotry bingo bro he's yeah bigotry bingo that that's that's the term bro <laughs> akshat it's it's usually like that though bigotry is very rarely nuanced and specific you know that's fetish <laughs> that's not bigotry but anyways uh, reket swami also but had... anyway, sorry yeah. sorry sorry uh, my, my next question was this is the only controversy like the sort of public opinion it's there not are, like there are there are a couple of things they have an uh, they have a hedge fund um, which is pretty huge and that hedge fund is funding companies like uh, core civic which is basically a private prison and detention camp and oh nice so the typical american billionaires and and wesenens they they are the uh, prime investors of wesenens smith uh, gun manufacturers they are wesenens oh yeah yeah very very so one, of, one of the brothers is a republican governor i think of nebraska <laughs> yeah yeah very republican family extreme uh, one of them is the mayor right one of them is the mayor there is there is only in fact i think the daughter is the only one who is with uh, the democrats because of uh, like her stance on lgbtq rights that is completely against completely against the families she's not going to own chelsea at the end of the day so no she is she is amar oh, that, she is? that's an important thing yeah so so three of the children together are making the bid so the overall bid is the rickets family plus this dude called what's his name ken griffith right now um ken griffith is a british businessman who is actually the money behind this operation he is Whoa. loaded this guy has a net worth of i think wait oh yeah he's richer than the Griff- uh, than the rickets family right he, he he's 28.4 billion his net worth uh three times roman abramovich is the figure i've written yeah he's what rich- Yes, yes. No, bro. No yeah, way. Yeah, this is correct. I, this is correct. Nobody in the UK has the no. The no, 28.4 billion that I said for the Ricketts family is actually for uh, for for Griffith because it was Oh, uh, that <laughs> that's convenient. So 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 uh, by the way, I might be wrong about his nationality, but you know Citadel, right? Citadel uh, Corp basically that financial uh, securities company which oh. uh, Okay, so but okay. The, yeah, so he he's the owner of that and and he's he He's Oof. basically a huge, huge guy on Wall Street. So th- this is the guy who has the money, who who is which is bringing okay. the money into the operation. Now, why why there is resistance to this bid is so I mean a very rough pro and con. The cons being from Chelsea fan point of view is that obviously the comments, uh, and it's a team with Muslim heroes with Angola Conte with Ziyech. Um, that's not why. Chelsea. I I have I have I have my doubts. That's why anybody cares. Whatever, whatever. These are the saying... same fans doing monkey chants. So like so, I don't know. So 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 the Chelsea supporters trust has actually come out and said that you know we that we have issues with this bid and that's funny because no other bid has got any kind of traction in terms of the mm. wider social media game. But this this one has for the wrong reasons. The pro is that by far. 
by far this is the richest by far now why does why does that matter obviously money, more money is good yes but <laughs> um the way chelsea are operated and they have operated under roman abramovich has a lot to do with owner financing and if you are to a new set of ownership is supposed to pick up chelsea and run it the same way it is being run which is a successful way which has got them trophies that needs a lot of owner financing right mm. anyone else who's going to come and try to and take over the club the way it is today even more so no yeah, right yeah if if someone tries to take over the club the way it's run today they are going to they'll not be able to do it they're going to have to make major major changes to the structure of the club this this bit is being seen as the bit which has the least transition um difficulties change required yeah change required Makes for sense. the structure of the club Makes so sense. that is a big pro in their favor but they are almost 100% likely not to succeed because really of, yeah yeah there's a huge really? amount of, huge amount of, uh in fact um, i don't know man somewhere the cynic in me is like i, I don't see any con <laughs> they were huge huge protest before i mean Fuck i off. i i fanned the chelsea fans if, for what if you if, if you have ever chanted his name nothing you say matters to me anymore all you're just farting into the i'm not i'm not giving chelsea the moral thing i'm just saying that they protested public that's, opinion looks like they're not going to yeah. be able to take that deal through so hmm. that that's this is the yesterday's game the brentford game i'm talking about so so ah brentford yeah. game ha ah, okay okay After all of the protests, uh, after the Brentford game, I think e- either yesterday or today, the Ricketts family flew down to London and had a chat with uh, the Chelsea. I forgot their fan association, what it's called, but the official fan Chelsea association. Chelsea supporters trust. Yeah, the Chelsea supporters trust, and they said that uh, uh, we are a long way away from making the bid, but it's all the things that we can work out. Basically, we can we can talk about it. And I mean, work they out have here. to say that from a PR point of view. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to give this up. But I, I don't see. I really, really. I, really? No, no. I don't see this this deal, the Ricketts deal happening. Uh, no, I mean, definitely these reasons would not stopping the Premier League at least from like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Putting a stop. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Akshat is saying. Akshat is saying is like they they'll be stopped from buying it because the fans will just be so. Yeah, yeah. The, this is not about passing the fit and owner proper that that test. Yeah, that doesn't exist. That, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's consider it's not there at all. But that's a worksheet you do at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would be surprised. I love this about sport or like you know anything uh, that's highly commercial. There is always this one dude who's like, ah, this guy. Let's go see what shit is there on him. And he will go and find things from like the early two thousand. But Amar, is it is it is it hard to find shit on people who are multi billionaires? Usually, you don't become a multi billionaire because you're a nice guy. But I'm saying I'm saying the only when talks like these start is when things like this come That's up. Because Twitter, bro, you get incentivized to track fucking oligarchs' apartments yeah. and jets. Like I was fucking Again, talking dude, about. This this Vaishnav <laughs> is hiding his own obsession of Roman Abramovich's daughter behind these. so called twitter <laughs> accounts okay we we all know that vaishnav is the one who is the admin of all these accounts dude <laughs> couple of seasons ago like this is off related but i'm talking about the tracking aspect of twitter followers huh? like dude yeah. like transfer transfers is not screw the airplane tracking alexander isaac bro no <laughs> screw the airplane tracking bro listen to this uh, like gabriel's posted 
Gabriel has posted like a photo of him sitting in a van. Okay, these people have taken that picture. They've analyzed the cloud structure. They're saying this looks like a cloud in North London. <laughs> this seat is like a like this is like from a Mercedes G wagon or something. And this oh, this is the fuck. car that Arsenal used to transport their players and all this shit from airport to like London Colony. So th- this kind of detective work goes on into these like tracking people on Twitter, bro. Like this is a. Bro, actually, funnily, funnily enough, funnily enough, I was when I was in civil, I was in like the main plaza area, looking at this random street dance, and I took a picture of it. Okay, another Arsenal friend of mine who follows all of these tracking things, he's like, bro, I just saw the same picture. Nacho Monreal has posted it. Go and find him. <laughs> and I actually saw Nacho Monreal over there with his wife. <laughs> La cabra. There, there's this really funny thing in the January transfer window where. Um, there were these rumors of uh, Isaac uh, joining Arsenal, right? And apparently, the 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 number plate with I S A A K had been registered in the last like week or something. So Arsenal fans were like, yeah, yeah, he's moved to London. He's moved to London. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Even now, I have this theory that it is some uh, Chelsea or Tottenham fan just bought that registration to fuck with them, bro. <laughs> just to fuck with people, bro. <laughs> Very likely. Okay. Uh, moving forward. Um, Akshat, do you want to give our listeners uh, the other bidders? Uh, I think there's uh, Todd Boyley, right? Who's next up? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, let me just put it this way. Okay, so uh, the profile which the Rain Group has put in for their uh, has put forward as their preferred um, shortlist is uh, very much to they have a similar history, which is that they must have run. A sporting administration before, and they must have owned. It's not entry level capacity. job. Yeah, you it's not minimum experience job. required. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> yes. One yes. more of those fuckers. So, um, uh, out of the remaining three, I think the two favorites are the ones which I can cover a little bit more in detail. Uh, which is the Ricketts and Ken Griffin, which again because they're the richest, automatically become the favorites, I guess. <laughs> but uh, there's a, the other uh, bidder are Josh Harris and David Blitzer. They are they are partners who um they own the Philadelphia 76ers. Which oh. is actually an interesting thing, cause Philly is an absolutely crazy sports city. Like they are mad, yeah. mad, rabid sportsmen. So, um, I think some of that aspects will port over to English football a lot. Well, so they might have a bit, bit better of a fan engagement. Um, and the other one being uh, this Stephen Pagliuca. Um, again, I might be butchering. He is the name. last. Uh, like he's come out of nowhere, right? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much come out of nowhere. Um, he actually owns a stake in Atalanta as well. Um, what if this is like that dude who became manager at that club with that stories episode? And he no, no, no. I mean, the bid has come out of nowhere because he is not publicly said that he wants to buy Chelsea. Okay. There are no plans of the revamp. Everyone have come up with like a blueprint on how they're going to run the club. Okay, okay. This guy has just basically put his bid in, no communication to the outside world. Oh, that way. Just like I'm here too, guys. Like that way, type. Yeah, like nobody even. Knew he put a bid until the rain group put his name in the preferred shortlist. So it's like it's crazy. But he's the one of the Boston Celtics. So I mean, again, another oh. fabled, fabled. Well, uh, Akshat, from your sort of looking at it, who do you think personally is the more favorites? To the, the one I'm going to talk about right now, Todd Bowley. Todd Bowley. Okay. Um, now uh, again, Todd Bowley. He he's the f- uh, front face of a consortium uh, of I think four to five billionaires um, from different parts of the world. Uh, two of them are notably, 
lifelong Chelsea fans who have been associated with the club's activities for a very very long time I'm not getting to them I'm going to talk mostly about No and w- just to add one of them uh, the the Swiss I think his name is Weiss I forgot the the Swiss billionaire was was the one who made it public that Chelsea want to sell before the official statement came out like two days before the official statement came out he said that abramovich wants to sell <laughs> leak <laughs> what a guy bro <laughs> so you're saying that he has ties into the club like already like he has oh, like him. as in professional ties not i'm a fan i like going to the stadium i'm asking i'm i'm asking amar yeah 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 Prof- professional ties professional ties oh, okay 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 that's pretty cool yeah so uh, this This dude Todd Bowley um owns a uh, Vaishnav you should know him da Lakers he has he has a small stake in Lakers and he has a major stake in the LA Dodgers Oh fuck uh, now if anyone knows the hey, Dodgers Yo Todd if you're listening I'm looking for work bro <laughs> <Shame>. <laughs> Me too Yeah so 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 Dodgers are, are like gen- I mean we throw this around, around a lot but they are generally one of the most well run baseball clubs in the world um they are they are extremely extremely well loved by the fans but akshat saying most one of the most well run baseball clubs in the world is little bit of a misnomer but okay <laughs> <laughs> given that it's played in two countries effectively i guess that is across the world though <laughs> yeah 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 so um so he's i think amar you spoke about uh, someone wanting to buy chelsea at in 2019 it was this dude it was him yeah. it was him and he is someone who has not been looking to buy a, not just an english club or a, a european team he has been looking specifically to buy chelsea for a lot of time hmm. uh, and he has made statements in the past about uh, about his ownership ideals and how he's done it with the dodgers very very fan centric i mean he's like in terms of like the eye test or the way he speaks he seems very ideal like like in just the kind of things he says he says that um i think there was a quote o- on him uh, of him saying that uh, whenever there's a difficult decision in the club or something uh, or we're facing some troubles i just go back to the fans the fans are what matters and th- things like that and and i know personally from living in la that it is a club which does take care of its fans and they have a very very personal relation with the club and i don't know if he has anything to do with that i i don't know enough about that but at least from i mean there's definitely something Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. Yeah, and again, so again the lot of things he says and a lot of things he's implemented at the Dodgers at Lakers, he's a, it's a minority stake so we can't really talk much about that, but with the Dodgers he does have a very data centric approach, very modern approach, uh sports science, all these kind of things in terms of the training, he, he he's brought in a lot of technology to the club. Um so again, like from the eye test he seems to be a a very very good uh a fit modern no no yeah and um again uh, money wise the consortium yes they are rich but uh, they they're not very cash rich they're not going to be as rich as uh, they're not going to be able to put in as much money as say uh, ken griffin and the rickets family would but um if, for me i think they are the least controversial and safest choice if the rain group is inclined towards that way so i feel like um, but what what do you think is the difference in the magnitude of wealth between them and the rickets is it is it is it huge or is it marginal i mean i told you right that dude is three times richer than what roman was so but maga that, that i don't know if i can believe that because even the british parliament don't know how rich roman is like this, even yeah. biden doesn't know how much money roman has okay like, yeah i mean <laughs> 
Yeah, but no, but I, I even but even to say that from what we know, yeah, exactly. To even say that from the minimal amount that we know is fuck, that's some money, dude. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think I, I don't know, man. The cynic in me is always going to think that they just go with the with the rickets. With and the thing is that like they they can very easily say that look, this is the three of us. That's something our dad said twenty years ago. And that is what they're saying. That is already what they're saying. Yeah. I mean but 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 then again guys as much as they can say that I don't I genuinely don't know how much anybody see, they are the only ones that would have to deal with that right like as akshat said it's not like the premier league or the fa or the british parliament are going to say no you can't come in it's going to be them who have to step away because it's too acidic caustic the environment because of public yeah. opinion so i feel like they're just a couple good pr stories away from just being able to do the deal out right no like it's it's just some like you're talking about chelsea fans who consider roman as their savior and who hail him no no i'm just saying like i i see at this point bro at at this point that opinion is irrelevant cuz you think whatever you want of him he's fucked off now <laughs> you can do whatever my what i'm saying is i don't know is this rickets coming in i feel like the only thing stopping them is themselves because of public opinion right it's not like an extrinsic extrinsic force is going to tell them not yeah. to come in it's going to be because it's so volatile and violent around the image of them coming into the club that they're just going to be like it's not worth it but i'm trying to say no, is that they, they put their bid in dude they're coming in i don't okay. think they're going to retract it but you know you know uh, like funnily enough this is the conversation that we are having at the start who decides who's going who the bid is going to yeah that's that's a super complicated question and that's a great question because as of right now the whole point with the licenses so that roman makes no money so what happens now yeah So I would assume I would assume it's the it's the Chelsea fan association who are going to I have would a, actually assume it's held by the club in trust for however long to be able to offset whatever debt they've had to maintain until now but I don't know how that works because you're going to have to buy out debt like you guys said when they buy the club so I don't know how that will work financially like this is too complicated for me to think about but it's 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 fascinating right because they don't want Roman to get the money so who gets the money because some money has to move to someone right and like i think you guys are right though i think it will just be held in trust somehow i, d- I don't know man it's super vague i have no idea because Probably, they, what, what you're saying is basically that the money will be in escrow until the sanctions of roman are lifted off and then it'll go to roman no 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 so roman won't get anything out of this at all never 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 and Un- until unless the nuclear arms race stops <laughs> roman is making no money bro <laughs> he's not going to make the only money he might make is what there was being reported on the athletic is all the transactional and legal fees that will have to be moved between entities for this to go through that there are some government formalities that you still have to this thing which technically mean that roman will get some money like tax filings and stuff like that like capital gains filings but it still effectively will not make him profit of rain sale. won't be making that money right but rain the company that i mean the no no, no. rain will rain will get a shit ton of money for their services for what they're yeah. doing but it that's not the sale that that's a, yeah so then this goes to the fucking uk government bro what else because essentially no i mean it should that's what they would have done no no the fa also won't that's the whole thing is they would have done that only from the start they would have just sold it and taken the money from the start the whole point of giving the license was for that not to happen was because if you do that then like that's a little like that's 
too. That's literally taking someone's thing, selling it for them, and being like, okay, fuck off now. Like they can do that. I, I don't think that's going to be. I don't think that's out of the picture. But I don't think they will do that. I think the whole point of licensing is for them now. Once that sale happens, if and when it happens, like when it happens, is to figure out how to inject that sale money back into the club. But then I don't know how that works because that's a conflict of interest, right? Like, how are you going to pay for something and get that money back? You know, like it sounds weird to me. I don't know, man. You guys could be right. This is super complicated. I, I have fucking no clue. Because as we stand, they have all the bidders that you guys have talked about are in place, definitely, and I'm sure they've been there for a long time. But it's so complicated from now to get to the point of actually selling. It's so complicated. Yeah. So Vaishnav, I pull this article up, okay, and and like the the wording is very specific. It says if license is given for the sale, the government will will want clear with the Rain Group, the bank which is handling the sale. Where the sale proceeds yeah. go, this will presumably require some assurances from Abramovich. So, like the, it's very much up in in. But I don't know where. Where is this? What are you reading? BBC or something? Where is it on? Uh, I am reading this on Insider. Okay, but I for me all the stuff that they're talking about Abramovich is weird, man. Because like, he doesn't need to. He doesn't. It's not like you're buying my car from me, so I have to agree to the sale at this point. It's been seized, so he has effectively yeah. no control over anything that happens. Like I yeah, said, as of yeah. today, if they want to, they can just liquidate the club. They're not doing that because it it's more important. Matters than, a yeah, lot to a lot of people. It matters a lot yeah. to like half the bigots that are in London. It matters to them. So like they, the Tories need to pander to their vote. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, There's also uh, the ramifications on what could happen um, to the stadium, Stamford Bridge, because Abramovich had grand plans, uh, and in fact, it had already started off the renovation of the stadium to increase the capacity to get a better hotel uh, and make it a more sort of um, uh, entertainment area for the Chelsea supporters. Po, uh, what do you think is the future of the stadium itself, the physical stadium? Okay, so this is also one of the things that I wanted to uh, mention a while back when I was talking about the certain red flags being raised regarding to the prospective uh, sale of Chelsea Football Club. Because Stamford Bridge, it is a huge problem. Like the ground is supposed to be a really beautiful historic football pitch, but the problem is that it has a capacity of forty-two thousand. and by no means this is comparatively modern to any of the current football grounds in england and th- this is a 117 year old ground by the way yeah? and the fans over there have been through hell regarding like issues related to the ground itself we i think there are loads of memes that we all laugh at when they talk about uh, shares being issued for 1 pound regarding the stadium uh, in 1980s or so so they've been through a lot regarding the stadium and they do not want to they want assurances regarding like the stadium that it is going to be looked after they want the relocation is not supposed to happen so ideally what like roman is done right now uh, athletic say so that roman has spoken to the rain group that this is supposed to be one of the clauses that needs to be considered for like when they're looking at prospective buyers like the future the upgradation of uh, stamford bridge that has to be considered in the plans that the prospective buyers put out to this uh, investment fund so like 
for them to be greenlit this has to be done right and the like the whole idea behind doing this is of course to increase capacity and also the increase in match day revenue apparently uh, current revenues uh, like figures round up to around 70 million and the the foresight is that it will go up to around 250 million per year so that is like a huge increase although chelsea do not need it at least under romero bromans uh, running model of the club that, exactly yeah. that's a huge that's a huge deal that they they are going to need to start raising revenue from any other stream possible cuz it's daddy roman can't bail you out <laughs> can't fucking buy you what, what all about the ridiculous list of strikers they used to get dude fucking lukaku is not warning werner is not warning by lukaku this guy is not warning by this guy this guy is not working Fucking. No, but then that's the interesting part actually, because in the late nineties, no, in the late nineties, most of the like the big clubs were looking to build like stadiums or like in like renovate the ground just to make it up to the like latest modern requirements so that they can at least increase the capacity as well as uh, ensure that that is a cash cow for them in the future to like run the operations at least. Okay, and then comes in Roman. with his completely groundbreaking like simple change of idea saying that why do you need to look at like like outside ways to make revenue when i can pump in cash myself like screwed up everyone's ideology of what the future is supposed to be okay like fucking that i like, am the revenue now yeah <laughs> like arsenal like want like the whole plan for building average started around 1992 or 93 i think when the whole premier league started around that time itself so the whole idea was to see how we can keep up with the likes of bayern or united for that matter in terms of revenue generation as well as like keeping up in terms of league uh, like results so this was one of those ways that people like at that time thought was the sustainable way to move forward and roman completely disrupted that ideology and th- it's funny is that this is one of the sticking point that can come bite us like bite back into his ass like when the sale is going to happen so so do you know like cuz uh, like amar said i i know that there were some plans to redevelop the stadium but was there like an amount like uh, how- no so yeah 62500 no how much is going to cost oh cost yeah like so the thing is i think around 2015 was the estimate was around 500 million but in the current market it can shoot upwards of about a billion dollars like so that is like a shit ton of money so it's it's land in london dude like what do you yeah. expect <laughs> no not just that it's built on a 11.9 acre land which is pretty small for like a 60000 uh, capacity seater for them to expand no so i think i've written it down here they have like of course four stands so the east stand like it has an a railway line going right behind it so they need to uh, freaking go above the railway line like huh? build a cantilever and then extend the stand over there like cantilever if you had like done engineering you would know that it is possible like, one <laughs> cantilever be one side supported the other side is not supported but yeah like you have to go above the railway line okay <laughs> just so the listeners to know the amount of expertise bro i love it my man post taking out cad is designing or fucking is like bro see bro you don't know i got degree fuck you <laughs> you were an engineer you would know bro <laughs> they got to build a stand over the railway line okay <laughs> and Akshat's face, bro. Akshat's face, bro. absolutely. Who? And he's like, bro, that's just what the fuck is that, bro? I'm the only other engineer on this podcast. Why? Why can't we like that? 
It has like hotels, flats, uh, flats, and residential like uh, properties right behind oh. it as well. So, oh, behind it. Yeah, so like they have to pay inflated amounts of uh, money to like procure that, buy that out, and then expand mm. it. Up. So that is like that option is also like scary for them. And then the West uh, End also like it it's already built to its maximum capacity, so they can't expand over that again. There's one more stand like it's called the Matthew Harding stand and. They they have plans to expand that by six thousand seats. I think that was the renovation that uh, Roman wanted to do. But then that is also like becoming increasingly exorbitant right now. Like, But are these six thousand seats some sort of box seating or something? Because I feel like six thousand is inconsequential, no? Like for games. Ideally, you want all like expansion around the ground, no? And then you have to work around all this shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So mm. like. Renovation is a big. I don't know if Apo can speak to this, but I don't know if any of you guys know. Did Chelsea move stadiums ever? Is this their only ever stadium? This is their. I think it's as far as I know, this has been there for 170 years. But I don't know before that whether Oof. they had anything else. Oh yeah, it could have been some, and it could have been like another organization that played there or something. Okay. Now renovation is like kind of. Like murky waters, no. Like so, what else is left? You have relocation left. Maga, they can't book plane ticket. What renovation? They're not able to book plane ticket. Nah. <laughs> Fuck. Where they renovate? <laughs> this is the interesting part. Like I mentioned, the whole. Uh, fuck up that happened with their stadium in 1980s now i do not know the details as to why it happened like some like a firm bought it out and then they couldn't keep it up and then tried to sell it to property like people property developers and like the whole like people had to band together form a ngo and all that sorts to ensure that that did not happen in the future like they have this chelsea pitchers uh, pitch owners okay the, this is an ngo that they formed basically they ha- they bought out the land in this like the all where the pillars are built the pitch is built and the turnstile so the entire ground is owned by them they bought for like 10 million and 8.5 million they got it out of uh, chelsea's holding company uh, they took a loan out of that and the way they're repaying that is like okay you keep the ground for 199 years it's like we are uh, using it to you for like pennies like barely anything right now but the thing is on the condition that's cool. that that's fascinating on the condition that like the players the first team players have to play in stamford bridge and they also own the name chelsea football club huh? like so they are leasing it back to the club like the the right oh, as in you can't oh. as long as they're playing in stamford bridge they can use the name chelsea oh. football club fuck so that's another hurdle they have to get over because they can't do whatever they want to roman tried to cross this hurdle okay like so basically you would call for all of those shareholders to come in there are probably like like 150000 shareholders regarding like in this cpo and you need a 76% majority to like to relocate or like own so basically they can't move out of stamford bridge they can't relocate yeah roman got like 62% but like roman got 62% like close enough but not enough to move so like it was a conundrum but i mean that is considering roman being the most popular chelsea owner yeah, of all time yeah. if he could also not get it done then there's no way someone new so, can so like the only option left is renovation and they have to spend exorbitant money 
to get that done because of all the way the ground is constructed. So that is definitely going to be a hurdle to any prospective buyer and like a thought that they need to consider. But like Roman deserves it, Chelsea Football Club deserves it. So far. <laughs> that fucking change of tone. <laughs> like they have issues, yeah, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, that was a very interesting episode uh, thank you guys for your uh, extensive research and amazing points um, if uh, Vaishnav has offended you at some point during this episode please know that he is speaking completely at some at some points <laughs> but anyways thank you listeners uh, for all the love and keep listening to us and we will catch you again next week Bye-bye.